guys. That would have been fun. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1147, September 8, 2023. 99 degrees on this day in 1931, and 36 degrees on this day in 1883. Hail the flashlight, King! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. The mayor of Boston is a woman named Michelle Wu. She is called a climate emergency. She's come up before. It's going to be 86 degrees in Boston. Could be into the low 90s in Boston. She's declared a heat emergency and has wasted no time to pass up the opportunity to tell Bostonians that the impacts of climate change are more palpable than ever with extreme heat posing a risk to our communities. Although extreme heat affects Bostonians of all ages, with the new school year starting, our Boston Public School staff will be following protocols to ensure our kids have an enjoyable, safe first week back at school. Our city employees are working tirelessly to support residents and to ask residents to take precautions. Information on heat safety tips can be found at boston.gov slash heat. What do you think of that, Johnny? <laughs> uh, we're working with a somewhat strained computer system today. Uh, John Hyde is with us. He sure is. But he can only speak. When spoken to. No. <laughs> he can only speak. When he alerts Reavers, uh, because if we bring his mic up, we're getting some problems. We're getting those problems because unbeknownst to us and for reasons we don't understand, some of our technological programs were updated yesterday. And And that, that turns out to be a snafu. What I decided to do, because I was the only one that could see John, so what I did is I there he is. put him on the giant freaking TV yeah, behind like, yeah. Rookie's head. Yeah, there's John. Go Don't ahead, John. Just get your hand down, John. Can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. I just wanted to check it out, see if the system would work. Well, well that, that brings great. me uh, to ask the question. So aside from Reavers paying attention to the show and staying off of Twitter, he also has to watch for Johnny's hand signals. Johnny, it's nice knowing you. You won't be saying anything during today's broadcast. No, uh, it's incumbent on you to That's focus, why he's there. focus intently. And he's also here. Let's turn our attention, I'm sure John has thoughts, you all do, on a woman named Shivanthi Sathanandan, who is of Indonesian and Sri Lankan descent. She's a young woman who was carjacked uh, with her children present. Outside her home. Outside her home yesterday. Uh, her, she is the uh, daughter of immigrants. 
Her mom is a nurse. Her dad's an accountant. She graduated from St. Paul Central High School. She is a vice chair of the state Democratic Party. And she has quite an impressive resume insofar as it is limited exclusively to activism. Uh, There is nothing in her resume that would indicate she's ever actually worked outside the activist community, which you may foghorn, the activist community. Uh, She currently is managing... I'm building up to all this to set this up. She is currently, and we've asked her on the air today, is that correct? she has been messaged. uh, We would give her a forum to describe the horror of this, and I'm sure it was dreadful. Uh, She has not responded. No. I doubt that she would be able to respond to the real world. She's been so steeped in activism her entire life, and I'm not exaggerating. She currently is the managing director of outreach for a nonprofit organization. I don't know what. She's been with the DFL since 06. She has been a vice chair of the 4th Congressional District, state director, CD4 director, a delegate to the National Convention, a member of the State Outreach and Inclusion Committee, co-chair of the Personnel Committee, co-chair of the State Nominations Committee, co-chair of the State Credentials Committee, a board member of the Asian American and Pacific Islander Caucus, a Minnesota Asian Democratic Association member. And this goes on and on and on. She believes that activism begins in the neighborhood communities and that successful electoral politics depends on direct person-to-person communications. She has spent countless hours mobilizing volunteers, knocking on doors, working the phones, and talking to voters for DFL campaigns at various levels of government, including city, state, local, and federal. I only say this to have a better understanding of this woman, who historically has been a strong advocate for defunding the police and going easy on juvenile crime. Uh, I guess the word would be ironic that she was so viciously attacked and hurt. I'd like to see the crystal ball on this one. And 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 uh, she says very. This was yesterday. Uh, very four young men, all carrying guns, beat me violently down to the ground in front of our kids. Uh, look at my face. She posted a picture of herself. This is a woman who just got the bleep bitten out of her, beaten out of her. I have rage. These men knew what they were doing. I have no doubt they have done it before. Uh, She expressed support for dismantling the Minnesota Police Department in June of 2020 and to go easy on juvenile offenders. Well, and she's now completely uh, making statements that are the complete reverse of that ideology. She wants these people caught and punished. So, in essence, you've joined the rest of us, Shivani, and welcome. I hope you have some influence on your... DFL counterparts. Yeah, John and I were discussing this after the show yesterday, and there were a couple of things that stood out to me. Number one, I was kind of surprised at how quickly um, someone like her wanted to post something like this to social media. But as we discussed, it's just the product of that type of generation. Number two, it doesn't matter how many of the Chavantes of the world have seen how their personal policy 
not only has been wrong, but it has been ruinous to certain demographics. We're seeing it take place in the city of New York City right now. The problem is they will always shift blame to somebody else. The mystery is uh, ruins everything it touches. That's what I'm saying. It, it and the, they will always find something else to blame other than oh. I was wrong. And I believe, uh, God bless this woman, I would not wish this on anyone. I have a bit of personal history with this. Uh, I think what she endured was dreadful. Sure. And But you were part, uh, lady, you were part of a, an ideology campaign that has helped uh, get these cities we live in closer to ruin. And I don't know what, the, apparently for the moment at least, this episode has opened your eyes. Uh, it's unfortunate that you had to go through this to have your eyes opened. Maybe DFL Chairman Ken Martin would have his eyes opened. Uh, maybe any DFL legislator who has been anti-police and pro... Uh, what, what, I wonder what would happen if Mary A. Morality got the crap beat out of her. And I do not wish that to happen. Right. I hope that does not happen. It shouldn't have to happen for these people to come to their senses and realize they are going in the wrong direction. They are tearing apart an America way of life that we once knew. Most principally, laws are made to be followed, and if you break the laws, you should suffer consequences. And in, in, in this, uh, uh, what's her name? Shavanti is absolutely correct when she said, I bet these guys have done this before. Well, you're damn right, Shavanti. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And there's a pretty good chance they might reoffend again. Now we go back to June of 2020 and we learn that Shavanti posted uh, many remarks <coughs> agreeing with Jeremiah Ellison and Philippe Cunningham. That twerp was still around in 2020. Fortunately, he's gone. Remember well, that? He is one cake? you wish that was not, you know, you wish that come back. And not she him. said, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Say it with me. This is June 5th, 2020. Dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Stay it with me. As allies, what we can do. What can we do right now? Listen and learn from our black siblings and then amplify this message right now. In this moment, MPD has systematically failed the black community. They have failed all of us. It's time to build a new infrastructure that works for all communities. If you are still disagreeing with that basic fact, I'm not sure what to say to you. I'm proud of the radical leadership and organizing of Jeremiah Ellison and Philippe Cunningham. Philippe Cunningham didn't know what day it was. We need to support them and all the city council members and electeds who are working alongside them. Today, the Minneapolis Council has an emergency hearing. To approve this, she wrote this three years ago. To approve a court order outlining immediate changes for MPD and a framework for systematic change. You can watch the hearing live, and she linked linked her followers to that. If you live in Minneapolis, call and email your city council member to voice your support. If you don't live in Minneapolis, be loud. Spread the message. Show your support. Now is the moment for change. Well. Uh, Again, it's just terribly unfortunate this woman had to endure uh, such a violent carjacking. Uh, according to her, neighbors were prevented from helping because they were held at gunpoint by the carjackers. Oh, I did not know that part mm -hmm. of the story. Uh, 
and there's no uh, there's nothing to gain by being uh, in any way casual about this or saying things like, "Well, it serves you right." No, she no, doesn't. Right. She doesn't deserve to be attacked. No right. one does. But this is an ideology that's corrupted. It's distorted. It's ruining the cities of America. It's ruining the once great quality of life of America. And you, Shivanti, have been part of that corruption. And I hope now you work just as fervently to correct your past mistakes. And some were quick to point out that there are, uh, what, stronger, harsher penalties now as of August 1st for carjacking. Well, it's interesting you point that out. I went, I checked every, uh, John Hyde can weigh in if he gives you the sign, because he might want to add to this. I checked every uh, local news gathering institution, 4, 5, 11, 9, and both newspapers. Uh, no one, uh, they all covered this attack. She made it public by her Facebook postings, and the newspapers and the TVs got onto it. No, no news gathering institution locally revealed what she was saying in 2020. No, no one discovered that irony. It's all over the Daily Mail. It's all over Fox News. It's all over the New York Post. It's mm-hmm. all over many news gathering sites, but nowhere locally. Will you read? Maybe maybe Alpha News had it. Nowhere locally, though, in the traditional news-gathering institutions, will you read that this woman who suffered this dreadful, dreadful episode is also the same woman who was out front and helping to lead the call mm. to end police in Minneapolis and to uh, uh, have, a, have a care about juvenile offenders. John, does John, John want to come on? Come on? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, I saw nothing in any local uh, spots, and I also just went and double-checked to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, Nobody brought up her past comments, her past posts, anything. Wow. The news gathering, the Star Tribune had a very long story about it, but basically it was a tutorial uh, telling us that penalties for carjackings have increased. Uh, Okay, that's great. Uh, Meaning we're we're now going to prosecute them? <laughs> well, that's even remains to be seen because you've got a very weak, ineffective prosecutor in Mary Morality, uh, who is uh, her ideology has been terribly corrupted. In fact, the only real strenuous crackdown we saw was federally correct, mm-hmm. I, at least in this in the Twin Cities market. Sathanandan is the second vice chairwoman for the DFL. Uh, and her post said she was violently attacked by four very young men all carrying guns. Is the, is the, is the race of those young men germane to this story? Um, yes. Is it? I don't know. Well, I'm going to suspect they were young black kids. That's... Uh, if I'm wrong, I apologize. The majority of the carjackers and this is fact, are African-American youth in the city, correct? Yes. Okay. Then that's, I'm going with those numbers. I'm just assuming that. But everything she wrote in her Facebook post absolutely contradicts everything she, if she still doesn't, everything she apparently once believed fervently. Mm Mm-hmm. 
everything. And we all know the reason why. It was all political grandstanding at the time. Everybody pushing to the front of the class. Well, we saw it with, you, you mentioned it yesterday. We, we saw it with Ellison, and then he, oh, I didn't know I was on the stage. Remember that whole BS routine? That was Philippe Cunningham. Or I'm sorry, Philippe Cunningham. She wrote, these men knew what they were doing. I have no doubt they have done this before. I agree with you, Shavanti. Yes, they are still on our streets, killing mothers, giving babies psychological trauma that a lifetime of therapy cannot erase. With no hesitation and no remorse, she wrote. I'm now part of the statistics. I wasn't silent when I fought these men to save my life and my babies, and I won't be silent now. We need to get guns off of our street. She said, we need to get illegal guns off of our streets, catch these young people who are running wild, creating chaos across our city, hold them in custody and prosecute them, period. Yes. Yeah, we woman, agree. Woman, you're, thank you. Uh, exactly. And we were saying the same thing in 2020. And it shouldn't have taken this to have you realize this. But you've spent your entire life, it seems, based on my reading about you, and we have called you to invite you on, based on my reading about you, I did as much as I could. There's not a lot. You have been steeped in nothing but activism. Nothing but activism. DFL activism. DFL activism has taken you down the wrong road. Look at my face, she wrote. Remember me when you are thinking about supporting letting juveniles and young people out of custody. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's just amazing. And we don't disagree with that whatsoever. But it, but you wonder, where does she go from here? Does she see the light of day? Does she lose her spot with the DFL? Oh, yeah, you're right, because that's a, what did you say yesterday? It was a, it's a party-appointed position? She's a position. vice chairwoman of the DFL party in Minnesota. Does she, does she now lose her spot because she she has ideology now that's directly contrary to what the DFL has brought that's us? That's interesting. You, you wonder. Might I remind you, on a happier note, that you have until tomorrow to get to EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville and take advantage of the final week of the fabulous state fair sale. This is incredible. Get in the car and get there. Despite gas prices, get there to get a scooter so you can save on gas money. All Bentelli scooters are buy one at regular price, get one 50% off. All Yamaha, Bentelli, and ScootStar electric bikes or buy one at regular price and get one at 50% off. Kids' ATVs are buy one at regular price, get one at 50% off. Golf carts, side-by-sides, they got the snowblowers, they've got exotic motorcycles, they've got youth recreational equipment, helmets and apparel. It is really a really nifty, nifty place for outdoor recreation. It's, it's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake just immediately west of 35 on 97. Brand new building that opened last summer with a great big parking lot where you can get the right fit and test drive the stuff. Let's go! And also in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com Hey, GLers, this is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company? I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial? 
You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in. And what work was that? Uh, well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Hire Pro handled everything else. You did a great job, and I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer. Hire a pro. That's awesome. I, I appreciate the kind words, and I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hireadotpro. That's hire, uh, and then put the dot there, pro. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. You know, North American Banking Company, they're kind of a hidden gem. And they have six locations, by the way. Uh, they're my new bank. They should be yours as well. I got tired of just being a number to my big national bank. And that's why they've been in business for over 25 years now. They started back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. And they stand by it as well. You know what? They're locally owned and operated, and this is huge. And that that's because business owners can solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence because those loan decisions, they're made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. And they get it. They understand that there's no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities, so they offer the same online and mobile banking options as those big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. So check them out. Uh, NA Bank co.com that's their website you can also stop into one of their six twin cities locations my locations in roseville but you can also see them at 50th in france hastings woodbury shoreview and their new location in maple grove no it's not fast you speak it's too fast qu- money it's too fast you speak too quickly you know you know what you know what we're gonna do fast money. on monday you're gonna sit here when we're having a technical problem no i'm not <laughs> Um, NABankco.com is their website. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. I want to stay with this woman. I'm going to go back to my computer now. Right. Shivanti Sanandan, uh, who also posted, for example, she posted in June of 2020, thank you, Minnesota school board members, for getting cops out of the schools exactly as it should be. MPD should have no place in our children's schools. And again, this was a woman who became eternally grateful for the quick arrival of the police yesterday as she was getting beat up in front of her children, worried about her children, clamoring to protect her children. Now, those of you who get your news from Twitter should be ashamed of yourselves, but... (laughs) Those who do are there posting some silly things like uh, that looks like she staged the photograph of her injuries and what have you. And I, 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 I do not believe you're willing that. to believe that. It's I do legit. not believe that. I believe that she said her leg got broken. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this was this was rough. This was a bad, bad deal. And I don't know why in God's name people would be so anxious to uh, start building, what, conspiracies into this or whatever? Yeah, some I mean, are. I've heard it from many people. Uh, well, the time of day is all wrong for her face to look like that. No, it's not the time to do that. What the hell are you talking about? Right. Well, plus, why should a woman who was betting the bank on her corrupted ideology suddenly do everything possible to counteract that ideology. I think she was posting a picture of the way she looked. 
I don't know how John feels about that, but that's a way. Yeah, he's nodding that he feels that that's real. I, I uh, and most certainly do. Sure, she had deep lacerations on her head, bruising, cuts, broken leg. Uh, okay. And again, the only thing I said earlier, and I shared this with John yesterday, was I just found it odd that someone like her would want to post that on social media right away, almost instantly. I think that's typical of the way that generation communicates. Yeah, I guess. I doubt that she's 30 yet, and we don't know the number of children she has, but you would have thought that being married with children, she would have reached uh, an awareness of a a clearer ideology. It shouldn't have taken this. It shouldn't have taken this to open her eyes. But again, based on what I've read, her only exposure to life has been activism. Not actually working, not, you know, not paying people, not hiring people, not inventing anything, not competing, not doing anything, just steeped in the culture of DFL activism. And and now I think it will be very interesting to see where she goes, to see what she does. Is this enough to to compel her to lecture her housemates in the party? Uh, is this enough to compel her to leave the party? That's why I can't. I wish I had the crystal ball. I'd love to know. Is this enough to have her confront the party? No. Okay, you're using not you're, a you're single strong words though. To conf- confront. Will she um, make this available to the party? She's not going to confront the party, but she will. She raise questions. Hey, How maybe long? We're not, in the metro area, I think that the reps in the at the state house are all DFLers. I don't think there's a Republican. Did you two just fall off the turnip truck this yeah, morning? What much? You you all, you both know every single elected official cares about one thing: getting elected, staying elected, right? So staying what are you part. Me, the whole DFL is going to come to their senses. No, I'm saying the exact opposite. They're going to see which way the wind is blowing right now. They, none of them. They they might personally believe, oh man, this is probably a bad idea to be touting to fund the police. However, they're going to see what their constituent, their base is going to be voting for. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this on both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. John, John's nodding, so aisle. I know John agrees Well, anyway, this is a bad deal. She got the crap beat out of her. And uh, it turns out, with a, a degree of irony that all news gathering institutions missed or did not look for or knew about and did not write, and broadcast a degree of irony that she was among the principals back in the George Floyd spring, really out front advocating for uh, yeah. the abolishment of the police force. Mm-hmm. And that uh, these young criminals are just misunderstood people and what have you. She has really, really had a turnaround. Now, she could show me something. <laughs> By saying, you know what, I was wrong in coming out and doing all that. We all know she won't, but I, that would show me something personally. Like, okay, her eyes have been opened. You mean she have realizes an the awakening, of her like way. Uh, David Galertner, something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's. She mentioned school resource officers. She was very happy that police left the schools. I wonder how she thinks about that now. We, uh, from our people, we have people behind the scenes who tell me that I think Walls is going off on some junket. I think he's going to Europe for something. Mm-hmm. Maybe John Height can look. Is he going to the climate summit? <coughs> Excuse me, but apparently that would delay a special session if he's not here. I believe a he governor has to be, has to be present for yes. a special session. 
And so the concern is, and maybe it's now even Sandanthana's concern, I hope nothing happens to a kid in school while these coppers are vacant. God, only... Uh, and yeah. you now have a group of DFL laws make, DFLers, of course, opposed to a special session because they do not wish to repeal any restraint laws. Uh, uh, and the coppers, you have some of them in the DFL believing that the coppers are just licking their chops to get in there and strangle kids. They're not. No, that's not the case. But the cops want it clarified. What are you going to let me do to break up a fight? How, how, what do you want me to do? Let's go through every scenario. And the DFLers uh, are saying, no, we've got the law. You have to follow what we wrote here. And apparently what they wrote would would prohibit any type of grasp of a kid that could interfere with breathing. Well, we don't want to choke anybody. Now, some of e- some emailers had this question. I'm, I'm mad I didn't think of it yesterday. What jurisdiction does this... Uh, a harm. You know what I'm saying? Is this just certain counties in the state or is this a statewide? The rule is statewide. It is statewide. I cuz I didn't know the answer to that question. A large number of Democrats oppose a special session. Then you have a coalition defending the new restraint laws. A group of parents, educators, experts, experts and advocates converged on the Capitol yesterday to speak in defense of the new law that bars school employees and contractors from uh, using physical restraints on students. Wait a minute. Check this out. Pause. This is the same story, basically. You, uh, You have DFL lawmakers opposing a special session, and you had a coalition of educators, parents, and advocates showing up at the Capitol to say... We like the current laws it written, so it stands to reason they also would be opposed to a special session. That still leaves the cops up in the air. No cop gets up in the morning thinking, I, I get to go to school today and choke some kid. That isn't what the cops are doing. But the cops need to know because they don't, with real justification, they don't trust the DFL, they don't trust Walls, and they don't trust Keith Ellison. And I don't blame them. They'll be the first to be yep. sacrificed if something goes haywire. Yep. The first. And so they're standing down. They're saying, well, look, uh, could, some, could someone please explain to me how I'm supposed to stop a fight? What is the... You want me to call Fletch? Yes. What are you supposed to do? You go in and you try to tear the two kids apart. Uh... Uh, bear hug them, maybe, huh? I, I don't know. John, were you raising your hand? Shake your head, yes or no. Hold on. Um, <clears throat> speak. I, well, there was, <laughs> there was uh, it's a part of a different story, but Governor Walls, well, it's part of the same story, uh, has no trade mission scheduled until November 10th. Oh. Uh, so he'll be here uh, until at least November, it looks like. And, uh, and then I did do some research on the story, uh, and oddly enough, the only places who mentioned her past comments are stations, radio stations, and uh, t- newspapers from outside the Twin Cities, which, you know, he, my, how does that happen? It, it, it's, it, give me a, it, it's an irony, John, that is entirely newsworthy. Now, now, John, John again. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, that's true. I would agree. Uh, For instance, there's a KOGO in San Diego. Uh, Their news person, uh, who is part of iHeartRadio, wrote a story mentioning her background. So, a San Diego guy does it, but, you know, we don't hear. I don't know. Don't ask me. (laughs) This This would be the equivalent of Finky getting beat up by trans people. Yeah, somewhat, right? Okay, I mean, yeah, okay. Well, I'm trying to think of analogies. If the, if the political shoe was on the other foot, do you think the past would be reported? Yes. Uh, uh, clarify. Yes. Um, if, if this was a Republican candidate and, that, that had been outspoken against a certain cause, and that cause uh, caused that person to, to, to endure physical bodily harm, yes, it would be reported widely. Yes. Yes. That for better or worse, consciously or unconsciously, the news gathering institution in the Twin Cities have fallen into lockstep with the DFL party. And they have complete control and takeover of this state. And and I I hope to God this, this opens uh, the eyes. Again, One we'll, Minnesota. we can conclude this right now and move on to other things, but... I think right now what we need to pay attention to is, one, keep trying to get her on the air with us. Okay. And two, uh, I would love to know what her bedfellows think. She's she's aligned herself with ideologues. I don't think. Did the DFL party make yeah, a statement? Yeah, Ken Martin uh, was uh, did make a statement. He feels dreadful that this happened and... Uh, uh, let me see if we got to get have... to the bottom of this, that kind of deal. Well, yeah, we must do something about this. I have this. his exact statement. He's the party chair. Uh, I am heartbroken at the news of Shivanti's attack. It is my sincere hope that the people who assaulted Shivanti are quickly brought to justice and face punishment commensurate with the severity of their crimes. My heart goes out to Shivanti and her family, and I hope their recovery from such a horrifying experience is as swift as possible. Well, we all think that, Ken, but you also uh, are stand behind a uh, an attorney, in the Hennepin County attorney, who's just dreadfully corrupted when it comes to this kind of thing. And I really doubt, well, now she might have so much public pressure, who knows. But if, if this just quietly happened, uh, those people would not face punishment commensurate with the severity of their crime because that's not your DFL ideology. You have sold us a bill of goods. You think crime is the result of oppression. You don't expect behavior. You have made black people, the left has ruined black people in this country. You've made them less than. Your, dis, your behavior is despicable. Absolutely despicable. And I hope this results in some change. I, I, uh, I hate to pin all of this on the woman who got the bleep beat out of her, but it just happened to have happened that way. And, and I, I just wonder if this will result in some change. You want to get Johnny on now with the news? Well, you know what? I've been holding on to this because I wasn't able to play it for you before the show. Bobby Brown, break it down. But I knew that it would, it would, it would make you smile. Um, all, all of you. It was. Is a, it is it on track here on on topic? No, not really. Jeez. Okay, what is well, it? It's Friday. It's it's fun Friday. I don't Friday. care what day right, it is. This is an important story. Well, no, you said you were ready to break, and I thought this might be a decent time to interject a piece of audio that I think will live in GL infamy. All right. Which we do on occasion on this show, correct? Yeah. Okay. 
um, there was a a summit of uh, filmmakers, and I'm not exactly sure the location, but that doesn't really matter in this particular case. Mm-hmm. There were two um, directors of a film called Entirely Nordic. I've seen a trailer for this. It looks kind of interesting. Okay. And a reporter asked about um, the lack of diversity in this particular film. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a cast and a Danish production, which is entirely Nordic. It uh, therefore has some lack of diversity, you would say, as also new rules are implied what? in Hollywood. What are you on to? <laughs> yeah, sorry, but from the get-go. Uh, from the get-go, there is said some... Okay. Well, first of all, the f- film takes place in Denmark in the 1750s. <laughs> the reporter was so woke. You know, you don't have a lot of diversity in your film. Yeah. Entirely Nordic. Well, sir, that's because this took place in Denmark in the 1750s. 1750s. You think they had a lot of diversity, Joe, in Denmark in the No, well, we weren't 1750s. worried about it because uh, <laughs> if, if diversity... A, the word didn't exist, yeah. and B, uh, it's merely a fact of life. Did it bring a smile to your face? Yes, it did. I thought it so. Had, diversity has no value. We've said this for 15 years. It's a fact of life. It has nothing to do with anything except it's a fact, you know. I saw that this morning. Yeah. I thought, I cannot wait to spring this on Joe. Oh, we got a lack of diversity. Huh? Before we break, I also want to thank all the emailers, Heidi and uh, many others, who are recommending, and many disappointed in John Height that he has not read Jimmy Buffett's <gasps> novels, Johnny despite uh, defending his music. Uh, and I have not either, but I will, based on these emails. I think there's one called Where is Joe Merchant? Uh uh, Pirate Looks at 40, uh, Death of an Unpopular Poet. Uh, I, I'm going to go to Amazon and go to... go to and make an uh, order. And go to uh, Jimmy Buffett and uh, order some books. I'll be glad to read them. I don't like reading paperbacks. You uh, don't? I don't. Hmm. Uh, so I hope I can find them in either trade size or hardcover. Okay. Uh and I won't deal with half-price books. I think they're... I don't like those people. Yeah, you do, I you, won't go you, there. We did lose that endorsement. Good. John would like to weigh in at the current moment. I realize you don't deal in eBay, but you can probably find hardcovers at a very cheap price on eBay also. Too complicated. Too complicated. I'll find the damn books. Okay, we'll get to the bottom. And I, 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 I anticipate enjoying them. It's boat porn, according to one emailer. I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole the islands, the sand, the palm trees, the boats, islands the in the stream. Oh, That's what we are. Islands in the stream. That is what. Yeah. What if you found it under an air conditioner? What? Ray and Welter. Uh, if you did, you would go to welterheating.com. What a Oh, segue. God, what have I done to what deserve this? What a segue. I don't give enough money to the church. <laughs> you don't, and you know what? Time for a cash call. I looked at the uh, thermostat, and she was at about 72 this morning, and I'm thinking, that heat's going to have to come on if this trend continues. But I'm not worried because uh, my uh, equipment, so to speak, is all set with the welterheating.com and their fantastic family. Your equipment's all ready to go. It's ready to go. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you that the... Uh, 
God. The stuff that Welter does for the last 100 years is going to make your heating and cooling equipment ready to go They as well. take care of everything. They do. Quote online, 612-825-6867. They've just signed up for the next year, and they're very happy with the response from Garage Logicians. So whether it's your furnace, air conditioning, maybe air purification systems, you need to check in with four generations and 100 years of experience. They're second to none. They're located right there in Minneapolis. They've been in business 400 years? No, four generations, oh. 100 years. Oh, oh. So they've seen the technology change, and they've kept up with it. They're not a fly-by-night, and you can call them and let them know that you heard it on Garage Logic. Actually, go to their website, welterheating.com, for the Q&A. You might find your answer right there. Want me to go faster? No. Yes. 612-825-6867, online at welterheating.com. Thank you, Welter family. <laughs> Nobody's hearing it. That's not true. The I earth can. is not your mother. Are the regular people The Joe Sujure Show. Well, you know, when I post the show, they will, Joe. And you know what? Those regular people include David and his wife, Jennifer. They said, Reeves... I hate to give you this kind of credit, but thank you for the recommendation of Connecticut and Hofferman Water. We had our drinking water system installed two weeks ago, and you were right. It does make an amazing difference. I told you, uh, I've been a drinking water system fan, let's see, almost a year now. Uh, but I've been a Connecticut and Hofferman customer for at least five, and I'm really glad that we decided to make the switch. I know that you will be, you will be as well. But you know what? Go to their website, HoffermanWater.com. You go on that website, and you can see every single system that they have to offer. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're in the market for a new water softener, a drinking water system, or an iron rust and odor filtration system. All of that is available. Hofferman Water is the absolute best. So get on their schedule right now, 952 have, the, have them come out, and they'll give you that free water analysis, and they're the absolute best. Uh, I'm a customer for life, and I'm really glad that we decided to make the switch. So call them today. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. London, Madrid, Bangkok, Moscow, the Twin Cities, from the four corners of the world. From the news capitals at home and abroad, the day's headlines brought into focus the issues and events, events that shape our time. Garage Logic, the information beacon of Minnesota, presents the, the John, John Height, Height News, news Experience. Experience. An up-to-the-minute commentary from one of journalism's most trusted voices. Five-time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Now, with all the news fit to broadcast, here's John Height. Trim it up, baby! Matt, that was something. Yeah, it just occurs to me since, uh, you know, I'll be up here and you guys won't for most of this. I can say anything I want. I can just ramble on about music or whatever I want to do, right? Well, not, not necessarily. necessarily. We still have a button. Let me start by saying, since somebody brought up Islands in the Stream, that the Bee Gees wrote a bunch of really good records for other people during that era. So just so you know, we'll start with that. Let's move along now. <laughs> in the news. The location of the 3rd Precinct Police Station in Minneapolis is apparently still up in the air. Minneapolis City Council voted to send a proposal for a new Minneapolis Police Department 3rd Precinct location back to the committee during its meeting on Thursday. Council members cited questions about timing, cost, and investment as the reason for sending the proposal back. Although the vote was 9 to nothing, four councillors 
Elliot Payne, Robin Wansley, Jeremiah Ellison, and Lisa Goodman were absent from the meeting. The proposed spot for the new 3rd Precinct is Century Plaza on 12th Street South, which sits just outside Precinct 3. The plaza is already set to be home to the 1st Precinct, which will use two of the building's five floors. The 3rd Precinct would claim another one of those floors. Project officials told councillors each floor will cost about $10 million. According to the proposal, the 3rd Precinct would exist in Century Plaza for 10 years before they move to a different permanent space inside the precinct's jurisdiction. Uh, now, your gal, Joe, Latricia Vito, said this just feels like a really big decision to make and really sudden. This really feels like we're going to be asking the people of Minneapolis to pay now and pay later for a future project down the road. It would just be a bad look to invest all of this into this precinct, knowing we're going to have to make future investments. So they made a motion to delay the vote. Community and council members will have more time to consider this proposal. Okay, okay I read, I read, uh, I read I re about this today. And it is one of the clearest examples we've had of the failure of our leadership. That we, this was clearly a time for someone to say, I don't mean to be crude, preferably the mayor, to say, bleep you, we're going to rebuild the current building, which is within the third precinct. We're going to spend considerably far less money to do that than to move this around and play games. And if you don't like it, that's too bleeping bad. We're trying to save you $22 million by putting $3 million into rebuilding the 3rd Precinct, which is in the 3rd Precinct. That's key. And if your feelings are hurt, that's too bleeping bad. We don't have that kind of leadership. No. As I understand it, why are we walking on eggshells here? Because there are people... It's because it deals with the George Floyd situation. Let's not... Too bad. Here. It I, happened. I agree. That's life. It's a shame. But there's a building. Hire some local contractors. Rebuild it. Put the police back into the 3rd Precinct, where they belong in the 3rd Precinct, and be done with this, you adult children here 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 meanwhile during the thursday meeting the city council uh, voted against overriding that veto we talked about earlier for mayor jacob fry who disapproved a proposed plan for new protection for rideshare drivers in the city now the override vote didn't pass with only four votes in favor total of nine votes needed in order to do so and as i told you earlier four members were absent the measure also only passed the full city council by a vote of seven to five before fry vetoed it if the ordinance had been approved by fry it would have guaranteed more pay for rideshare share drivers. Uh, Fry vetoed the measure last month after both Uber and Lyft threatened to stop operations in the city. Follow-up to a story we had the other day. Investigators think three deaths discovered Tuesday night at a timeshare resort in Breezy Point were the result of a murder-suicide. According to the Crow Wing County Attorney's Office, 54-year-old Melanie Jansen of Maple Grove and her daughter, Hannah Parmenter, 29, of Elk River, were found shot multiple times. Jansen's significant other, Michael Toner of Maple Grove, suffered a single gunshot wound to the head. The Attorney's Office said Thursday police believe Toner fatally shot the two women before killing himself. That wasn't, that wasn't a, very, a very, very fun Memorial Day at the cabin, was it? No. I think what you need to do is you need to go to Chris and just start to move your lips, yeah, like the old, um, old kung fu movies, yeah, and then go, 
Then he'll pull you down, and then you speak. I told father about the cleanup in the garage. Now I must fight you to the death. Let's right. um, let's not do that. Okay, okay. Minnesotans who are expecting a rebate check still haven't gotten there should be receiving them very, very soon. A spokesperson for the Minnesota Department of Revenue uh, said on Thursday that more than 92% of the approximately 2.1 million rebate checks have been issued, already sent out with remaining checks expected to go out soon. As of last week, only around 170,000 checks had been mailed, uh, but that number has grown significantly this week. Additionally, the agency acknowledged mailed rebates are coming in an envelope from a company called Submittable Holdings of Mo- uh, Missoula, Montana. Spokesperson said the state has worked Submittable in the past, including the 2021 rebate checks and the frontline worker payments. As to why a third-party vendor was needed, the spokesperson cited the property tax refund season, saying the department doesn't have the resources to issue both payments. Oh, my God. God. It's property tax refund season. Repeat that, Jen. Uh, as for why a third-party vendor was needed, the spokesperson cited the property tax refund fun season saying the department doesn't have the resources to issue both payments in a timely fashion mother, mother of god, god. <laughs> uh, some uh, effort went into this criminal enterprise uh, this is a story from the star tribune bandits sneaked an electronic tracking device onto a vehicle parked at a home of an eden prairie couple Waited until the coast was clear. In other words, the tracking device told them the vehicle left, then went in and stole a safe holding at least half a million dollars worth of jewels and a stash of cash. Inside. Inside, Inside, Inside job. job and how, how did, did they, they know? How did they know when the car left that everybody in the house was in the car? That was my first thought when I read this story, Joe, mm-hmm. because in my house it doesn't work that way. Some people leave, some people stay. A lot, a lot of, of times, times a car leaves our house with only one person in it. Uh-huh. Because we uh, like, like to destroy the earth with our fumes. <laughs> the theft from the couple on August 25th, according to investigators, was probably months in the making. They're still looking for the perpetrators and the stolen items. While court records point to at least one of the suspected burglars by name. Police spokeswoman Carrie Canole said, we have not made any arrests. The case is still active and under investigation. Uh, according to a search warrant affidavit, here's how everything happened. A husband and wife, whose names are not included in the court filing, called police to report a safe was missing from their attached garage and that it contained five hundred to $600,000 in jewels related to their business and $100,000 in cash. They said they left their home near Highway 5 in Del Road about noon in their minivan for lunch at a restaurant about a 15-minute drive away in Edina's 50th and France District. When they left the restaurant, the couple saw they had a flat tire, took an Uber home. They arrived to see their home had been burglarized. A neighbor's security video recorded two people arrive at the couple's home in a vehicle while they were away and crawl under an SUV outside the couple's home. Police officer inspected the minivan at the tire store and saw the tire had been slashed and located the GPS tracking device on the frame near the rear of the vehicle. Now, uh, the bad part about this, maybe for the bad guys, uh, it requires a subscription for monitoring purposes. And it had two email accounts associated with it, as well as a phone number with a New York City area code. Idiots. So, yeah. So Land C Air Model 54, that's the device, uh, provided information to investigators, revealed the suspects in the burglary, bought several of the devices, began using them April 5th, leaving police to think the planning for the break-in could have started several months ago. Uh, that's a good spot to take a break, huh? I'm following, I'm following proper, proper procedure. procedure. <laughs> 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 
Thank you. Thank you. Can I have a sound over here? Oh, sure. Sifting through the nuts and bolts no, of life. No, Let's try it again. Joe Souchere. Sticker from the top. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. So, frequent uh, advertiser here in the Garage Logic podcast. We got to give a little shout out to our friends at 30 Bales Restaurant, downtown Hopkins. So, get this. You call yourself a small business. They're back. You make it through a pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, they still have, have their brand new patio out there that we talked about this spring. They're getting smoked right now because of construction. Oh, no. no. So those poor guys are dealing with a brand new, I believe it's an apartment complex that's taking up a lot of access points. So here's what they're just asking if you could do. Stop in, buy a gift card, stop for a pint, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they could uh, they could use some love, GLers, if you're in the neighborhood. So uh, with that gift certificate, you might, uh, you might spend it eventually on the short rib ragu lasagna. What? Oh, my God. Short rib Italian sausage, Ooh. ground ragu, onions, carrots, garlic, oh, red wine, yeah. diced. Are you serious? I would get that in a second. Short rib lasagna? Yeah, I would get that in a second. That might be top pot pie. They short know how to do pie. short rib because they've got the braised short rib yeah, pot they do. pie. It's yeah. fantastic. So anyway, uh, check out their website, 30bills.com, or better yet, just stop in. In. They're right there in downtown Hopkins. They're right off 169. You can't miss them. And please let Todd and the entire crew that you're thinking about them through all these different um, Bam. Uh, different hurdles they've had to jump over these last couple of years. But they've been uh, great supporters of this show and others here on the Garage Logic Podcast Network. Johnny Height. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I do want you to know, Chris, you know, on occasion we have our differences, right? But I wanted to start mouthing words just to fool you there to, to see you. But I couldn't do it. You My couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. do it to you. So thank, thank there you, Joe. Go. You're welcome. In other news, or uh, am I supposed to say national, international news now, right? Isn't, isn't that how it goes? Here? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. London. Fred, Mud- 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 no, no, no. Or no. I couldn't talk like that, too. Oh. Presidential library for multiple former U.S. presidents have written a joint statement for the first time to warn about the state of American democracy. That statement co-signed by libraries for past presidents, including Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George and Barbara Bush, Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, Richard Dixon, Lyndon Johnson, John F. Kennedy, Harry Truman, FDR, and Herbert Hoover. The statement reads, Americans have a strong interest in supporting democratic movements and respect for human rights around the world because free societies elsewhere contribute to our own security and prosperity here at home. But that interest is undermined when others see our own house in disarray. Uh I got to shut your mic off just for a brief moment, Johnny. This has made national headlines in the coming days. We've talked about this off the air. I don't give a damn if Barack Obama's gay. Hey, the rumors are now. That uh, Michelle and, and Barack are split. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So sorry Come on, it's yeah. a match made in heaven. Yeah. But, but I, I don't, I don't care. Who I cares? Okay. Let's, let's, let's just not go on the "We Are Now Divorced" tour. Got it. You had a, a dirt alert sounder for us there, Chris. <laughs> that, that was rather, rather dirt alert like. Well, you mentioned Obama and the president. Okay. okay. It really was. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito today 
uh, rejected a push by Senate Democrats to have him recuse from a tax case that involves an attorney who interviewed him for a newspaper article and helped him, quote, air his personal grievances. Alito, in a statement attached to a routine order issued by the court, said there's no valid reason for my recusal in this case. Individual justices on the Supreme Court are allowed to make recusal decisions for themselves. Uh, one of the attorneys for Kathleen Moore, one of the plaintiffs, David Ridkin, helped interview Alito for articles that appeared in the Wall Street Journal's opinion section, including in July when he said Congress lacks the power to regulate the Supreme Court. More people are dying of heart disease than ever, and the main reason, not surprisingly, obesity. Too fat. Too fat. Too fat. Researchers working with the American Heart Association have found that obesity-related heart disease deaths have tripled between 1999 and 2020. Black Americans make up a majority of deaths compared to other racial groups, especially black women. Lead study author and cardiologist Zahra Razi Estebra said the number of people with obesity is rising in every country across the world. Our study is the first to demonstrate that this increasing burden of obesity is translating into rising heart disease. Adult obesity has remained an epidemic over the last two decades. According to the CDC, over 40% of Americans classify as obese today. That's a 10% jump just in the last 10 years. What's the phrase Patrick uh, is opposed to? Morbidly. Mor- Do we have to say morbidly? <laughs> well, John, I had to turn your mic off. Sorry about that. But uh, I was watching a news clip over Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it was a real party at my house. But basically talking about this very thing, that the rise in obesity uh, amongst not only just adults, but also with children is a big reason why, in this particular doctor's opinion, is the big reason why we have the mental health issue we have in this country, because people aren't active as much as they used to be. It's it's the sedentary lifestyle that's contributing to mental health issues. Eat some grapes. Yep. This is why you're you're not a doctor. <laughs> Actor Danny Masterson sentenced yesterday to 30 years to life in prison for multiple rapes. As the one time that 70s show actor was for both of his on trial for both on the criminal charges, he was present in court for the sentencing from Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Charlene Almeida. Permitted to address the court, Masterson chose not to speak, although he did confer with his lawyer just before sentencing began. Speaking to Masterson directly of a criminal justice system that you feel has failed you. Judge Olmito told him that you are not the victim here. Your actions were criminal. Given the maximum sentence allocated under law, he was taken out of court by sheriff's deputies to begin formally serving time. The sentencing comes over three months after Masterson was found guilty by an L.A. jury of two to three, uh, two of three counts of sexual assault. The rapes occurred two decades ago. Masterson given 150 days credit for time already served. He was also notified he can file a notice of appeal within 60 days of today, a move that def- the defense is expected to make. Some Florida cities having problems with, uh, well, Nazis, members of neo-Nazi groups flaunting swastikas and other hate symbols and shouting anti-Semitic slogans are marching near Disney Springs and at a park in Altamonte Springs. Uh, Meanwhile, police in New Smyrna Beach said they're investigating the distribution of anti-Semitic flyers in a residential neighborhood. Uh, In a statement sent by OS. Uh, OCSO spokesperson, that's Orange County, Michelle Guido, the agency said the demonstration lasted about two hours there. Nobody was arrested. The statement said authorities have no option but just to keep an eye on the demonstrations to make sure nothing turns violent. But they say First Amendment rights allow the demonstrations. 
Neo-Nazis were also spotted at Crane's Roost Park in Altamonte Springs, where they marched from the San Lando Park area of Seminole County. A police officer saying they were ready and available to respond to any potential public safety threat while also being mindful of constitutional freedom of speech. Johnny? Johnny? Yes, sir. Did you say that the Nazi guys were marching in Disney Springs? Disney Springs, yes. My brother-in-law and my sister-in-law are both there right now. They're Nazis. Are they Nazis? Billy Lee German. Yeah. His Satsa, Mr. Satsa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are they Nazis? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think they are. They are. Uh, ankle bracelets. We, we don't Love ankle them. Them. You know what they're for, right? They're, you know, to keep <laughs> track of... Call, call me now. now. To keep track of movement of lawbreakers. Uh, and occasion, we know that suspects try to remove GPS devices, and sometimes it works, and uh, they have to be run down, and sometimes it doesn't work. And it really doesn't work when you go to your local Ace Hardware store and you do it in front of a surveillance camera, which happened yeah. this week. Ashtab- Ast- I can't say Ashtabula. Ashtabula. God almighty. A surveillance camera is recording on Tuesday in the Ace Hardware store in that city Joe just said when uh, an offender tried to ditch his electronic tether. Security video shows the man wandering around the store, then being approached by an employee. He told her he's okay. He's just looking for some hedge clippers. He found a pair of clippers with the attendees a help and then walked just out of sight of a surveillance camera. Short time later, he placed a small black item on a shelf in aisle one. He then grabbed a free bag of popcorn, walked out the door, and was seen grabbing a backpack riding away on a bicycle. Fifteen minutes later, employees found an ankle bracelet stashed on the shelf in aisle one, and that's when they realized the man had used the hedge clippers to cut off the GPS (laughs) monitor. Store manager Cheryl Hatcher said maybe he thought it was an out-of-the-way spot, that he'd just come back in and we'd have hedge clippers. The other stores in the plaza did not have them, and we were the helpful hardware folks. Get it? I think think I do. When the employees called police, they were told it's not a police matter. That's when they decided to call the number listed on the ankle bracelet, connected them with the Ohio Adult Parole Authority. Later that day, two parole officers came to the store, picked up the monitor, and got the number off it, thanked the employees for doing their civic duty. Uh, We're assuming since they know who it belonged to, they'll find the man, but no word as of this writing if the man actually had been found. Thank thank you, John. What did he say? What did you say, John? I said, you're welcome. John. I, I, I think we should take a break, but I have important news for the weekend. Ooh. Okay. The singer? Come on. Oh, it's the scramble. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. He wants to say something. He can't right now because I'm playing audio and we'll get a terrible echo. John, as soon as I mention my good friends, then you can. It's the scramble! It is, and this week it's brought to you by our friends at Harmony Spirits. You know what? Labor Day has come and gone, but that is no excuse for you not to stop into that beautiful tasting room that's down there in Harmony, Minnesota. It's handcrafted spirits voted in the top five by USA Today. Yes, I said USA Today voted Harmony Spirits top five of America's best new distilleries, and uh, that's why they are the best. Handcrafted spirits made right here in our own backyard, down there in Harmony, Minnesota. (gasps) 
it's almost leaf peeping season. So head on, get on the bike, head down to Harmony, go in and get a uh, handcrafted cocktail. And you know what? If you're not able to make it down there, go into your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name. You can also check out their website, harmonyspirits.net, for any upcoming events that they might have. They have a lot of cool car shows throughout the summer. Um, so check their website and also their Twitter account, at Harmony Spirits. And uh, stop in and say hi to the fellas. Tell them you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Did John need something? Thing? Well, uh, can you hear me? Yes. I, through that entire last conversation you guys were talking, I just kept saying things because I thought Chris had my mic up. I thought you guys were just ignoring me. I talked a bunch about Elton John's early albums and how good they were. Oh, and then yeah. and then I said the only reference point I have to Cannoli is The Godfather. You remember the reference there? When he shot the police, uh, mm-hmm. he shot yeah. the police guy. And what was the advice given to him? Uh, Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yeah, Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael, yeah. Michael shot the police captain. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay, well good, then. Good well, I wish my mic had been up for all yep, that. Yep. that We're kind of, kind of ignoring you again, are we? <laughs> I hate you guys. I love, I love you. <laughs> Today's lead editorial in the Wall Street Journal. Biden freezes U.S. Arctic oil. Oil prices have climbed. I won't read you the whole editorial. Oil prices have climbed this week after Saudi Arabia and Russia extended their production cuts. The Biden administration's response? Restrict U.S. oil and gas development. Hmm. The Interior Department on Wednesday canceled seven oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge and moved to limit development on 13 million acres in the state's National Petroleum Reserve. President Biden is delivering on the most ambitious climate and conservation agenda in history, Secretary Deb Holland posted. Its climate agenda is also the most lawless and economically destructive in history. The 2017 GOP tax reform mandated two lease sales within the coastal plain of Anwar. The first occurred in January of 2021, and the second is required to be held before December 22nd, 2024. Mr. Biden, on his first day in office, imposed a leasing moratorium in Anwar. Now Ms. Holland is revoking seven Anwar leases issued by the Trump administration in January of 2021. She claims to have authority to cancel or suspend oil and gas leases issued in violation of a statute or regulation and that the Anwar leases include fundamental legal deficiencies, which they don't which the journal goes out, goes on to point out. Now I link it to this story. Okay. Important news for the weekend. All right. Chicago Dateline. Minnesotan, Minnesota motorists could see a massive spike in prices at the pump in the coming days, according to a national money-saving app. Gas Buddy is predicting prices to skyrocket anywhere from 50 cents to a dollar per gallon over the next several days. In Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Missouri, Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma. While there were few details about what is causing the potential spike, Gas Buddy's lead petroleum analyst, Patrick DeHaan, says sources believe a refinery outage could be to blame. Uh, and then, with, while a waiver from the EPA 
to allow the switch to winter gasoline now could happen. What we absolutely know is that without action, gasoline prices are about to spike in a significant way, and motorists should be prepared to increase to increases that could last until a waiver is issued or the change to winter gasoline happens. Across the entire state, fuel is averaging three seventy uh, uh, up. 1.8 cents from a year ago. In other words, we're we're doing little to continue to provide ourselves, ourselves. with gas and oil. There's still gas and oil, obviously. Uh, there was an aerial shot of the parking lot at Kansas City Chiefs Stadium last night, yep. mm-hmm. and I just thought to myself, well, how are you going to keep all these people from going to a football game? Well, I guess by driving the price up. We are poorly led. But Biden is doing nothing for you or me. Right. He's answering to the club, the club they're in in Washington. They are the puppet master. And that club uh, has nothing to do with us. They want us to work and produce money so we can pay taxes, but they don't give a damn what impact rising gas prices have on us. None. Or how that will directly affect every aspect of the economy. Well, that saddens me. Can you give me some... um uh, a pick-me-up, maybe some some positive history news without deleting whatever you else you want to edit out because you don't think it's important enough? Only. Where are they now? Henderson, Nevada, still okay. trying to renew driver's licenses. Right. Area 41. I'm telling you, they should just come here. We're handing them all the... Lyman, uh, the tell us why you're having a problem with that. On this day... Joe, today is Friday, and it is also September 8th. In 1884, a tornado moved through Hennepin, Ramsey, and Washington counties, killing nine. Oof. White Bear Lake was hardest hit. Really? Yeah. You know that? Now, if I, I did that in the copy? I, I wasn't. No, it's in the copy, Matt. Oh. Well, you're a White Bear Lake guy. I thought maybe. Well, do you think I was around in 1884? No, but I thought maybe you had heard, you know, no, I didn't. White oh. Bear people talk. I know all about the 1958 tornado. Okay. Not a lot of diversity back then. But here's then. what's interesting about that. Can you imagine the reaction today if a tornado hit Hennepin, Ramsey, and Washington counties? Oh, my. Yeah. On September 8th? It would oh, my lead. God, we'd be told that this just, well, anyway. On this day, oh, September 8th. in 1906, the celebrated trotting horse Dan Patch paced a mile in one minute and 55 seconds at the state fair, setting the world record. Hmm. On this day in 1919. Is that who the road's named after? That's right. Hey, hey. Uh-huh. Didn't even need the book for that one, <laughs> no, huh? No. Yeah. On this day in 1919, <laughs> the Minnesota legislature ratified the 19th Amendment to the Constitution, granting women the right to vote. And we've been going downhill ever since. Yeah. Those women should have just stayed in the kitchen. No, no don't say that. <laughs> Pregnant and barefoot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, Matt Burke. Right. <laughs> On this day in 1975, no, September 8th, Deborah Montgomery was the first woman admitted to the St. Paul Police Academy, and she eventually rose to the rank of lieutenant. Okay. It took till 75? That is hard to believe. Huh. It? Was she the spokesman at one point? Yeah, she's had a number of roles in the I think she was the spokesman that used to wear that baseball cap. In the civic arena. Deborah Montgomery, I believe, was an African-American woman. Did they mean to say she was the first black woman admitted to the academy? There were no women cops in 1975? 
No, they were all nurses and stuff. Teachers. On this day. Pregnant and barefoot. Right. On this <laughs> day like in said. 1991. September 8th, Joe. Philanthropist Eleanor Lawler Pillsbury died at age 104. Wow. She had been involved with the Women's Association of the Minneapolis Symphony Orchestra, the National Society of Colonial Dames of America, Minnesota Planned Parenthood, and Friends of the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. Hmm. She was a rich broad, so to speak, you know. Um, According to the University... A grand old dame, a grand old dame. Uh, The University of St. Thomas, Debbie Montgomery, St. Paul's, First female officer started in the Rondo neighborhood as the younger youngest member of the NAACP's board of directors. So, yes, indeed, she was an African American. Well, I think I knew Deborah a bit or knew of her. Certainly. Is she still with us? I uh, that I don't know yet. Well, you're on biographical information. But it's just a story. What do you think you could tell us? I'm going to look for this here. Well, gas up while you still can. Gas prices are through the roof. about to go through the roof. It's roof. It's not rough. Somebody said rough. Roof. No, it's Dimaggio. Maybe you're going to go on tour. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you very much. And, uh, we, we we'll limp- be back, yeah, back, we'll be back at him on Monday. We limp through this with a bad technical problem. And you know what? But John was a John was a sport to hang in there. Here, let's let's let the fade music see how it performs in echo. Go. Hello. No, we can't do that. Sound all right. Uh, GLers and all, especially the town council members, we apologize for the technical issues that we experienced today. We will be back with the full ensemble of the Garage Logic Town Council on Monday. I promise you. Copy that. So, meanwhile, if you need to be entertained, go to the Garage Logic YouTube page and subscribe. Post that, you can go to garagelogic.com, sign up for the town council, poke around. You might find something to buy online. I don't know. I have no idea. And that's where you can get your garage logic. Well, yes, flags. you have an idea. There's a shop. There's a whole bunch of garage logic like flags a store. for sale no. on the website. No, don't, <laughs> no, don't say not that. Flags. Email don't say C that. Reavers at garagelogic.com. Goodbye.